0: Hello, everybody, oh, and the welcome music. to. We never spoke about the music. So, but we didn't talk about the music, but that's why we're going to talk about it here. And bam, there's your intro. So yes, as you heard with. Craig rudely interrupting me, we are going to talk about the story today and the music of Prey. Now, if you haven't played it, this is where we get rid of all the spoilers that we're holding inside, so don't listen if you haven't finished it. Or do, and then play it anyway. So, with me to discuss spoilers is our scientific cartographer, Craig.
1: Hello. How
0: are you? Couldn't be anything from the game, could it? Oh, oh. And to not disappoint me, my good friend Mike.
2: Good afternoon, Mister Freeman.
0: That works. <laughs> 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 okay. Um. So, well, you know what? Let's talk about the music first, and yeah. then we'll get to the story bits. Sorry, it just. I popped... loved.
1: Yeah, I need to go.
0: No, it just popped into your, your face.
1: Sorry, as you started recording there, it just popped into my head. We hadn't acknowledged the music, and it doesn't need to be a significant portion of the episode. All I wanted to say was two things the ambient music and general terrifying nature of everything is brilliant. It's executed fantastically through the whole game. The kind of shrill shrieks here and there, the noises when someone kind of spots you and all that, it just works. A little chirping. Yeah, it's really good. The sound design is just it's off the hook. And then at one specific point you hear an original track which we'll splice in right now. Maybe, it'll, maybe we'll close this episode on it, that one of the characters plays after having the Neuromod injected into them that implants a musician's crap into them. They, they eventually play the song. Oh my golly gosh, it's fantastic. And then you get ambushed and the whole thing is a scene of glory and majestic perfectness. Absolutely loved that bit of the game. Loved it. And that was all.
0: That was all. Yes, um, i a yeah, minute. the music is very retro wavy. If if uh, or you know what, here's a good example. Like, think Stranger Things soundtrack. It it fits this game really good. And every once in a while, when you do something that's um, an objective, you complete an objective, you get this Zelda-like sting. Not not in how it sounds, but just in you know you've completed something. Here's a little sting of music. Oh, it is so good. I like. Did stuff just to hear that sting. Um, also, a nice little touch is everybody on the entire station is listening to one track. So whenever you turn on a speaker, it plays this track. Uh, one of the best songs in the game, hands down. Love that every speaker on that station was blaring that song by the time I was done. It's very good. Mike, how do you feel about the music?
2: Um. I think, it, I think it definitely works for me. Um, it's an odd one. I think it's you know, It's not in your face all the time, the music so much, apart from the times that it is, which is obviously at the, at the very start of the game. You know, you get the, the, the accompanying music for you, you ride over to, to your workplace and things like that. Uh, in that case, I don't know. I'm not a social media expert, but it sounded a bit, I don't know, a bit offensive to me. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of fit in with the whole uh, I don't know, millennial generation kind of uh, I don't. I don't know hundred percent, you know. I I I I can't come to terms with my feelings on it hundred percent. Um Wait. but We're we're millennials. I, d- I did not know
1: that. <laughs> I didn't either. We're I millennials. thought we were the tail
0: end of last generation. No. I thought millennials were like the ones right after us.
1: It's 1983 yeah. onwards. 1983. Wait a
0: minute. What? Really because you're yeah. going to be
1: 35? But you're
0: past the, the... Mm-hmm. Wait, no, I am 33, sir. I'll have you know. I'm going to um, be
1: 35 in a, in a week or two weeks. And I'm a millennial.
0: I'm, now see, I guess I guess for me I thought that was like the tweens after the millennium. Yeah, they were the hmm. millennials. I don't so know. Either way, people
2: who turned an adult at the year two thousand. Then
1: I think it's not. It's more like you grew up as technology rapidly increased in usage and prevalence. Yeah. So millennials were there for the up. To, you remember having to use. Dial-up internet, but at the same time, kids these days—or not kids these days, but like teenagers these days—have grown from. Uh, I might have a mobile phone to Everyone's connected and everyone's got mobile phones, so it's that massive gap. Are all millennials from us to right. teens Hold of today? On. Yes.
0: Okay. The dictionary. I'm going to be that guy. For
1: the dictionary take. is a
0: person reaching young adulthood in the early 21st century is a mm-hmm. millennial.
1: Okay, yeah, that's like the dictionary definition, but I'm a fucking scientist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Craig, that came out of nowhere and that was good. That was very really good. Well i am definitely talk myself it. as a
2: as a as a border a border product of this. I'm I'm on the fringe, I think, just about. Yeah,
0: yeah I I always thought we were fringies. Okay. okay. Oh, well
2: but, uh, you know, me... the music. The music. Let's get back to the bloody music. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's millennials it's, it's music it's okay it's okay i think you know now now that that craig same things about the um, you know the environment uh, environmental music and things like that yeah yeah you know, it works for me yeah but i i didn't really notice I, in fact i am the the weakest part of my my setup at home has always been sound until i recently bought a, a cheapo soundbar and i kind of started using that soundbar just as the game finished off um so it's probably it's probably going to be the final game that i don't really appreciate the 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 full audio splendor of
0: um honestly i listen to these with those playstation surround sound headphones oh Mm -hmm. honestly Mm. choice i believe is the word yeah it's good stuff
2: it doesn't help that my hearing isn't great either but
1: what What? what
0: We are officially old men because we use that joke.
1: I know, I know. Jeez.
0: All right, all right. So, all right, all right, all right. Shut up, everybody. All right. So, Mike, you mentioned the music that plays during the credit sequence. Mm -hmm. I was completely thrown off. Oh my gosh, that credit sequence, right? (sighs) Well, here's the funny thing. Whenever I buy a new game, I put it in, make sure it works play the first 10 minutes of it so in my brain I can be like okay I know what this is like now I thought that was the beginning of Deus Ex Human Revolution and when I started it I'm like wait wasn't this helicopter ride from Human Revolution there was a helicopter ride it's not yeah but did did that do the credits on the building and everything too
1: oh I can't remember that was a long time ago I can't remember
0: good question so, listener, if you know Human Revolution better than we do, let us know. It'll mm. ease my mind. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, the credit sequence. Uh, Craig, take it away on the credit sequence, because we both love this thing, and I'll just gush.
1: Oh, right, yeah. So, the credit sequence, you start off, you wake up in your apartment, you're guided through a short tutorial on picking things up, you get into your suit, you go out onto the left, you go up and left in the building, you jump into a helicopter, and all of a sudden you've got you this kind of fixed position, but you can look left or right music kicks in, the guy's like you know, like a pilot voice, I'm not going to like good evening Mr. Morgan, we're going to be flying (laughs) it." and then, I don't know what it says but then you look out to the right and you see like Arcane Studios in silhouette across the top of a building and you take off and you're like oh that that was pretty freaky and you fly a wee bit further round and you see something, oh no Arcane's across the bridge isn't it? arcane yeah, studios Bethesda is Bethesda on the building it's I think. Bethesda on the building arcane's across the bridge and there's a couple other wee kind of bits and bobs but the music that's playing the the way it's done and you land and then you walk off into the building to start the game it's just delicious it's seamless to the point where I got to the top of the building then quit it replayed it just re- <coughs> replayed the whole of the start of the game again just to show Laura in the credits um, and I don't think she paid and, and attention. And w-
0: was she impressed?
1: No, she didn't look the second time either.
0: Okay, so <laughs> uh, here, here's a, an embarrassing... Well, not embarrassing, but along the same lines, it's a dumb thing to do like that. So as soon as the credits finished, I was like, that song is amazing. I need it now. And so I went on YouTube and I downloaded the song. And, you know, I was I listen to music at work. And as I'm leaving work, that song pops on. And I'm walking <laughs> out the door. And that song's playing. I'm like, oh, this guy probably looked like a moron, but I was having a really good uh-huh. time it's, with that song playing.
1: It's so good. It's playing right now under us talking. It's that good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm. uh, so, Mike, as our resident curmudgeon, what did you think of this? <laughs>
2: Uh, I, I, like I said you know it didn't gel with me it, it, it seemed the, the, the odd thing is I think it lost some of it's appeal because um, Prey did actually get a demo released at some point in the past and it, you know I played the demo straight away the second it hit the Playstation store oh, so I'd already really? seen that part of the game um, um, it's not a long demo to be honest
0: when did the demo um, stop
2: I can't remember it's it's really not that far at all it's probably like one did
0: you, you get you probably out only of the a simulation? single
2: you probably only get a single single load screen from it. Yeah, yeah, you do get out the simulation. Oh, okay. oh wow. But I think I think it ends r- around about there, or it pushes on just a tiny bit. It's not not that much, to be honest. But could I just could I just voice my my yeah, dislike to yeah, everyone calling, calling this a, a credit screen when, to be honest, it's just a, a developer name, a publisher name, and then the name of the game.
0: But that... but it's really good, Mike. <laughs> It's really no, fun. I'm, I like it. It's, it's really so I'm, like,
2: just, I'm just being resident Mr. Negativity here, I, I think.
0: <laughs> um, Now, see, that's weird. If I would have done it, I would have stopped the, the demo as soon as you bust the glass. Yeah. Because that's, like, the best hook I've seen in it a is. very long time, right?
2: It is, and that's what sold me on the demo, to be, to be honest. When, when that happened, I was like, whoa, whoa. That's... That's taken me off the oh, yeah. a little
0: bit. It, it, I, I, I did the same thing Craig did. When, when you finally bust the glass, I was like, Gussie, Gussie, come on, Gussie, Look, this uh, is so cool.
1: I could not, I, my head, because you get a couple of wee mini mind fucks in a row you get, you land, you're in the simulation testing labs, you get knocked out after the guy's mug turns into an alien, and then you wake up in the same room again, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm Groundhog day Because I hadn't seen the Red Eye trailer or anything. I was like, oh my God, I'm Groundhog Day. What's going to go on? And then you read the emails and it's like, get out. So you go out into the hall and the woman's dead. And you're like, where am I supposed to go? And that... This is like, I'm now panicking, thinking, where am I supposed to go? Is this on a timer? That moment when it hits the glass and it goes slow-mo for a fraction of a second was the biggest,
0: like...
1: ever. Um, Yeah. Oh my. And
0: right on top of that when you turn the corner and you see the helicopter you're like no way yep. this is this is so cool. Uh the game could have ended there and I would have gave it a 10 out of 10. Yeah.
1: <laughs> trophy for instead of getting in the helicopter if you try and jump on top of it you can actually kill yourself on the rotor blades. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I got that. Fun? I got that trophy as well cuz I was trying to- <laughs> <laughs> Oh my word.
2: It does kind of lay it out, though, okay. straight away to say, look, everything isn't as it seems, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, straight, straight out the gate, it's pretty much telling you the, the theme of the entire, entire game.
0: Well, yeah. yeah, but, you, I mean, okay, playing it fresh, like you guys did, did you suspect at all that the whole thing was a simulation? Or was it just, oh, that, that thing was one layer deep, and that was it?
2: Yeah, well, you know, lightning doesn't strike twice, does it? So it kind of no, does. No, no! It, it does its job quite well.
1: I hmm. was sure from early on in the game that it, something was a foot... I think I sent you about four or five different theories, but the the underlying theme was I wasn't Morgan and this wasn't happening or something like that, or the aliens weren't aliens or something wasn't quite gel. It wasn't real. Essentially, yeah.
0: You should have seen it, Mike. He sent me like fifteen different theories, uh, including the actual like yeah. Silent Hill two. <laughs> I'm like, oh hey, you just guessed Silent Hill two. Good job, man.
1: I did get um, um. I did theorize at one point that it was a test, and you were an alien to see if you aliens. Did. You could, did. I, so I did get it, but it was in amongst like ten different guesses.
0: Well, the the the, the clanging bell for me. And they really didn't want you to do this. But if you take the the escape pod, that's the clanging bell of, oh, this isn't what I think it is. Because they pretty much say, no, everything is a lie. And you're like, oh. But yeah, all the stuff you got to go through to actually take the escape pod, they really didn't want you to take it.
1: The thing that got me... So people... The first thing you do while you're still living in simulation land is you feel like you've landed in a building and you're going through a test before you get on the space station and you've got to run through three tests and it isn't until later on in the game when you go back and revisit it clicks but the three tests are to move some cubes off of a platform and to hide in a room that only has a chair in it and to press a button that's on the other side of the room and these correspond to three of the main... Um, Typhon powers. So the first one, if you were a Typhon, you wouldn't run over and pick up the cubes. You would blast them. You would telekinetically blast them off. The second or, one. Or
0: incinerate them. Or
1: incinerate like, them. like
0: it said in that email. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You wouldn't hide behind the chair because the guy's behind the glasses, like, uh, he's hiding behind a chair. You would mimic yourself <laughs> into the chair to hide in the room. So when you're doing it at first, it's kind of like. I'm doing these really weird tests. I've got no idea what's going on. When you go back, I was like, oh my God, I'm a mimic.
0: Um, Another thing hmm. too is is you feel like something is off the entire time you're doing it. They haven't really tipped any kind of hand. You're like, okay, this is weird. Especially with that written test.
1: Uh-huh. Push the fat hand. I
0: love that written test. I, I, I did push the fat oh, man. Well, where it says
2: if there's five people on one track and one person on the other, what do you do? And... Uh huh.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's like oh okay, this is. I mean, I I'm a sucker for like those kind of personality tests and video games. I love them.
1: That well, but mm-hmm. the whole thing matches the whole simulation. The push the fat man is sacrificing your brother, and the five people on one track, the one person on the other track is the saving the people in the crew quarters and stuff like that. It all kind of ties up. Where it's testing you to make sure that you're going to do something nice or good.
0: It, it's remarkable how, when you look back, everything threads directly into the ending. Like, there's only been one or two games that I've played that's like, oh, wow, this is really well tailored. Props go to the writing team, man, because they nailed this sucker. Um. Yeah. Now, now, when I knew the ending, I knew the whole uh, what happens at the end when you meet Alex afterwards, and you can either shake his hand or you can, you know, explode everything. I, I, I wasn't sure if he was a simulation or not. So the whole time I was playing, I had a wary eye on him. How did you guys hmm. feel about Alex?
2: It's like the friendly fat man.
0: <laughs> I don't. He always struck me as very sinister. <laughs> I took him as did, Sinister. It
2: makes me think of fat controller sorry. of Thomas' Tank Engine.
1: <laughs> I was worried. This was a genuine concern. I was worried at one point it was going to come on the thing and go, Morgan, I'm actually Frank Fontaine or something like that. You know, and it's completely... So I was expecting... Frank! Frank Fontaine. I was expecting that sort of twist. So I kept a beady eye mm. on him. But I did everything nicely, and right up until the end, I played along with him. Um, When you're faced with the choice of um, blowing up the entire place, which is January's choice, or using your thingy, Mabobi, to incapacitate all the typhoon, I I trusted him, because he was my brother. He wasn't a floaty robot. Um, But I, I was always a bit wary about him.
0: Um, I, I he... saved
2: his goddamn life as well I, yeah. I chucked him into that safe room
0: <laughs> Yeah he better be grateful for it Boy uh, that with a lot of vehemence Um, <laughs> Like for me I wasn't sure Like this was still at the point of the game Where I wasn't sure can they mimic people Because I wasn't expecting Frank Fontaine to show uh-huh. up But I was like oh does it turn out he's a mimic the whole time They want that null wave thing because it makes them stronger like, oh, I was geez, pretty geez. sure you yeah. were going to show up and, oh, hey, he's been a mimic this whole time. Yeah. Uh, I never, not the that, case.
1: Yeah. That never crossed my mind. Not that scenario, for some strange reason. Of all the scenarios that crossed my mind, that one didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and it's weird, too, because they offer a very um hostile relationship there. Like, some of those notes where it's like, hey, you remember as a kid you touched my stuff and I broke your arm? Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, that's yep. a little extreme. Why would they bring that up? So I don't know if it was just me being wary because we've played a bunch of these games or if that's something they meant. Oh, I forgot to ask. So were you guys Mr. Morgan or Mrs. Morgan?
1: Mr.
2: Morgan.
0: Uh, Mr. Oh, I was a Mrs. I've never met a man named Morgan, so I'm like, yeah. I've met a couple girls named Morgan, and so it's a female name for me. So I was Mrs. Morgan. How is the male voice actor like when you're looking at your um yourself in the looking glass? It's good. It's good. Okay, I was I wasn't sure if it was like a femme ship type thing where it's like, oh no, 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 no. the female voice actress is, is definitely better. Um but okay, so that's my sticky bit. You have that thing telling you, hey, we've done this before. The best thing to do is to blow it up. Is that you from past simulations, or is that something implanted in this simulation?
1: I think the the whole simulation thing I think the whole simulation thing is based off Morgan's failed memories so Morgan would have had those two choices despite dead Morgan not being able to have accomplished either. So you're trying to fill his boots. So I think those are the two options that he would have been presented with. I think, like okay, so and generally speaking, if you're on a boat full of Nazi zombies, you're either going to have to incapacitate all the zombies, or you're going to have to sink the boat. You know, there's there's, it's always quite a choice. That's that's the choices you've got. If that makes any sense.
0: Boy, am I glad I am not a sea captain. I I don't. I don't know what I would do if I was infested with Nazi zombies no, all it'd of a be sudden.
1: Ridiculous.
0: Um Okay, so just to get my head around this straight, because I could see it both ways here. The real Morgan is dead. Yes. Right? Yeah. Which did the real Morgan do? You don't know. In reality The real Morgan oh, never okay. I
1: don't think the real Morgan made it as far as doing that. I think the real Morgan the only other possibility is the real Morgan incapacitated them but it's it doesn't matter because by this point in time it's already infested earth the earth's already gone okay typhon
0: i wasn't sure if i missed an email or something that may have hinted at what the real morgan did No, because i don't i i was like is the real morgan like what they did that's what the hologram is telling you what to do and then you have to choose what she she or he didn't.
1: Yeah. I think regardless of whether you blow up or neutralize them, it doesn't matter. It's everything else that leads to the point where Alex can trust you to you know like reunite Typhon and human relations.
0: Are are they on Typhon at the end?
1: Are they on Typhon?
0: Yeah, at the end when you're sitting in the room and there's all the little operators and then there's Alex when you shake hands. Are they
1: on Talus?
0: Are you? Are they on Typhon? I'm sorry. Yeah, Talus. Talus. Oh, lots of T words. I'm sorry. I th- uh, I think so. Okay, so they are on yeah. the space station yeah, at that point. I think
1: they're on the space station. Okay. That's that's the thing is I think they're on the space station and they're just looking for a way. Alex is looking for a way to figure out if Typhon and humans can live in harmony.
0: Okay. So then Mr Mr. Scientific Storyman. Yes. Does that mean the operators, mm-hmm. like Ingwe and Michaela and all those, um, show were they real people?
1: I think or in the same in the operators. In the same way that your memory's implanted in a typhon, I think their mem- their dead people memories have been implanted in operators. Okay. And they're saying, Oh well yeah, so Morgan did this, this and this is they're they're observing it, but they're also... Oh god, what am I trying to say? I'll just cut myself out, because I knew what I was trying to say, but I lost it there.
0: Okay. <laughs> Would you like to run this simulation again, Craig?
1: So, Morgan's memories are implanted in a Typhon, the other three operators' memories are implanted in the operators, and they're observing okay. you right. going through the simulation with... And it's been sewn together with their memories, with your memories, trying to piece together where real dead Morgan went wrong. Real dead Morgan's probably okay. probably died, you know, on his way through deep storage, doing something or something like that.
0: Um, yeah, that or guts mm-hmm. is probably where mine kicked yeah. it. Because um, that's the only thing I have against the end. You know what? It's not even against the ending, because they're like an ambiguous ending. It allows for these kind of conversations. Yeah. Um, was how much was real outside of the simulation. But, uh, we jumped right on the meaty bit. <laughs> so, yeah, when did you guys get tipped off? Like, when was the, okay, this, uh, okay, now I have my theory kind of solidified.
1: Uh, revisiting the room with the three tests, and realizing after meeting the enemy that a mimic would have mimicked the chair it was like they were testing me to see if I'm a mimic oh my god I'm a mimic this isn't real it all kind of just kind of clicked in in some sort of unshattering of a mirror type thing it's quite okay. Ridiculous. redonk
2: did you know that for the majority of this game I think I killed every mimic in there but there probably is one mimic which is still disguised as something hiding somewhere that I've never seen. And that mimic sort of personifies how I feel about this conversation at the moment. If I stay in a transformed state, maybe no one will ask for my opinion. Um but I I don't know, I don't know. Um looking into it. It is all, you know, it is all quite a mysterious game. Um, I think for me, I didn't really, well, I'm going to lie, actually. I, I was looking at some trophy guides and they sort of ruined it, <laughs> which kind of tipped Aww, me off on, on what was going to happen. And it was a bit, bit of a shock, really. And there's a lot of articles about the ending of the game. So I makes some sense. There's there's a hell of a lot of dissatisfied people about about the endings of the game. Um but looking at the ways that. you've you've discussed it here, you know, that it is quite a multi layered sort of experience. You know, there's there's a lot there's a lot there to pick up on if you want to for example, you were saying earlier about, you know, those questions at the start of the game and, you know, making your choices of of which questions and it, it hadn't even occurred to me until now that I did pretty much play out the entire game in the way that I say it out at the very start. And, yeah. You know, if you if you just shift them over just a very slight level, they it matches perfectly to my entire experience. And I, you know, I I wouldn't have. Well, first of all, my memory's terrible, so I wouldn't have even remembered that part. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's like it's like now that you've picked up on it, I'm sort of thinking there's you know, there's a lot to explore in in terms of the actual the entire outcome and things, I'm, I'm not sure I I did try all the endings and you know uh and initially I decided to just blow the blow the place up get out of there but um I don't know I don't know I want to hear you guys talk more about it to be honest
0: <laughs> I think well okay so God. No on
1: you go off to talk enough
0: well I was going to say okay so I I also noticed a lot of those people saying this is a bullshit ending and a lot of people have a very knee-jerk reaction to the it was all a dream ending, okay? I, I don't think this falls under the it was all a no. dream ending because it's set up with such purpose. Um, And here's my thing, right? And, like, this is where I will try my damnedest not to go off on some soapbox scree. I think a lot of people don't like this ending because it's not a video game ending. mm this feels a lot more like a book or a movie ending. Yeah. Uh, Which I think elevates it well above most video game endings. Like, if this was a book, this would be something you would be discussing with your friends who might have also read the book. Of Like, yeah, what do you think happened? What do you think this meant? It's not a, well, here's the end of the story. And I like that a whole lot. Because I think it's endings like that will elevate video games more
1: I'm very much on the same page as you my one ca- caveat, that's not the word, my one um, well, caveat's the right yeah, word it is, it is the right word my one caveat with that statement or with if I was making that statement would be, in the last episode I said the ending was a wee bit flat and that was with regards to the choices you make the morality choices and, and what you do and if you take Typhon powers or not, is that It feels, it's not, you've articulated it already, it's not a video game ending so you get a cutscene with specific points that said, you did A, B, C, D, E and therefore Hmm. this is the minute and a half monologue you're going to get from Alex. But if you'd done E, F, G, H, I you would have got this monologue from Alex, it's that bit of it that just left me feeling a wee bit like, ah, it wasn't the fact that it was a dream or the fact that none of that bothered me. It was just the fact that it kind of devalued some of the effort I went into to saving all those goddamn people.
0: (laughs) So, in that case, it would be the video game portion of it let the story down.
1: I think so yeah but not in any majorly bad way just in a uh oh oh okay
0: you know what it reminded me of I I don't know if you've played the original fallouts like 1 and 2 no, on PC No no but uh okay what about uh the Witcher you have played the Witcher you know how yeah. when you do certain things uh, at the ending, you'll get like a still image and yes. oh, well, that beggar, beggar you saved will give you, yep. you know, went on to lead a healthy life. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing is what it reminded me yep. of where it's like, yes, we know this is a loose end. Let's get it tied up really quick and then we can move on. Yep.
1: That was the bet. So that was all. That was all.
0: All right. So uh, we, you you hinted at last episode about the morality choices. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some examples?
1: Um, so the biggest example, um, Mike described already, and a very, 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 um, what's the word? Well, how did you do it, Mike?
0: <laughs> Succinct, vague.
1: Yeah, vague way. So one of the people you come across is Michaela. I don't know, Michaela. She's some Russian bud, basically. Right? Yeah, and she's she's paralysed from like the neck down. She shouldn't be on the station. You've allowed her to be in the station. Because through reading various emails you were aware of her condition and she should have been shipped back down to earth but you let her stay and she's been taking drugs to, medical drugs to all its intents and purposes, you would give her a jab in the neck and she can walk and breathe again it's like a life drug Um, but you do that or
0: you get killed by mimics while you're stabbing her in the neck with or it. you
1: get killed by mimics when you're stabbing her in the neck with it, as, as some people who don't clear rooms would have experienced um <laughs> So you have to save her, you have to jump through hoops to save her but it's it's done in such a way where you just think it's another mission or another thing you come across her and she's like, oh I'll go and get my drugs for my office Our office has been sucked out into space so you have to go on a wee spacewalk space walk to get it you get her drugs, you drag her drugs and before you know it, she's up in your room that sounds dodgy, she's not up in your room waiting for you or anything it's not like that kind of dodgy way <laughs> it's just it's one of those things where it's an NPC that was a bigger part than what I thought it was going to be um, so that was that was a big a fairly big morality choice we also spoke about saving the guy and the woman and the
0: that's pod
1: the pod the escape pod sorry my brain's absolutely and utterly going to mush but that's another Danny one on um, another thing that affects it is how many Typhon powers you use. So at the end, Alex comments, oh, he never even took any Typhon powers. It's, it's a thing, you know. Um, if you don't take any, you, um, you're shown that you're more that human. I found, Sorry.
0: Okay, so the one I found really interesting was uh, two questions. One, what is it like if you save Ingwe but not Michaela? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And, and vice versa, because they get into a heated argument over which side to take. And towards the end, Michaela's like, look, I, I can't let you do that if you're going to do the mm-hmm. blow-up. Was, was she for blowing up or against? She was for, She's right? She's
1: for blowing up.
0: Okay, yeah, it was Ingrid In- 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 that In- was
1: against, yeah.
0: Do you end up having to kill her? No. If you blow it up, I mean.
1: No. Oh, well, if you blow up, you kill everyone.
0: Well, no, I meant because she's she's like states while I was making my way to that final choice, she states, I can't let you do that if you're going to do it. I didn't know she would be there to try to stop you. She
1: doesn't. So there's a way that plays out where if you blow up and you've all, you know, Dal, if you mine, you can remove Dal's mods. Yeah. Which then and you can you then say to him, you know, go and pilot the shuttle. So if you go to blow up, you've got like twelve minutes to get to the shuttle bay, and everybody's there. You save everyone and jet off. Oh, okay. So that's fine.
2: Is that the, that's the one where you leave without making a choice at all?
0: Yeah, that, that's where you don't use the null wave. You don't uh, blow yeah, it up. Yeah. You just get mm. on that shuttle and get out. But you can mm. blow it up on. and then
1: get on the shuttle. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. oh! I didn't know that. Yeah, if
1: you blow it up, it sets a timer. So you press the button on the bridge, and then you can book it to either the escape pod or the big shuttle in the cargo bay in the landing bay.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah, I, I just, I just did the, the blow it up yeah. thing.
2: Um, how did you guys that... get on with the um the prisoner?
0: Oh, the cook. Oh, uh, did did that did that sound any alarm bells as soon? As you saw him.
1: Yeah, I finished the quest. I taseled them uh, before I even got in the freezer.
0: <laughs> uh, I wasn't sure. Because you're always on that tightrope of, well, I know what I would do, really. Uh-huh. But if I do that, will that lock off a quest? Yeah, or, you know, neural mods and stuff like that. Uh, so I didn't do anything to him. But you pick up, very smartly, you pick up that uh, audio log right before you meet him, And you're like, wait, that voice isn't mm-hmm. the same. So I shot him in the head.
1: Oh, well, oh, well hmm. then. Um, yeah, I tasered him. And you can go into the freezer and the dead body of the real cook is in the freezer. So it's a bit... Um, it's a bit sad. Was
0: it the real cook or was it the girlfriend of Danielle that was in there? Oh, it's
1: the real cook is in one freezer store. The girlfriend is in the next one. There. Oh, okay. Um, that's another morality choice. So the cook... If you don't do what I did, if you just do the whole thing and and walk into the freezer, the cook goes off and hides somewhere, Danielle then tries to get you to go and kill him, and killing him or not killing him is a a moral choice. Essentially, any time where you have to cause someone to die is a moral choice, even if it's one of the mind-controlled people coming towards you, you shoot them in the head, that's a no-no that's in the game's eyes that's a no no even though you could believe I'm putting them out of their misery it's one of those alien type kill me scenarios yeah it's a no no hmm.
0: well like like i i guess here's where i have not a a problem with the game but like an ethical dilemma here cuz a human would like i am a human mm-hmm. <laughs> i would do what like uh given Extreme physical fitness and acuity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would do what I did in the game. I don't think that makes you less human to put people out of their misery no. like that.
1: It doesn't, but it's because if you use one of the Typhon powers, you can unmind control them.
0: Oh, okay. Or you
1: can stun them and I've- then somehow theoretically drag them somewhere, except you don't actually do that.
0: Because mm. if if the simulation is running to see how, uh, let's see, empathetic mm-hmm. the Typhon can become when they're mixed with a human. Because early in the game, they said Typhon don't even really notice us as a thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I, I wonder, like, what was the whole point? Did you want them to act extremely human or a hybrid? Yeah. Because if you take no Typhon powers, then what's the point of it being a high? Well, I guess you're still saving your race, yeah, the whole human race. And
1: the funny thing is, you could get to if you did like what I did in Deus Ex and snuck your way through the whole thing. It's negative because you didn't kill, actively kill the Typhon. So at the end, Alex says, or one of the operators say, he even killed so many Typhon. You could get to the end and not really have killed a lot of them. You could have ran away from every. I mean, it'd be tricky. But oh, really? Yeah. So killing the amount you kill also adds to your morality score. Very
2: cool. Like, Hold like... up for two seconds. What's what what? Uh, one thing that's sticking with me at the second about these sort of stealth playthroughs is mm-hmm. what was the entire point of the nightmare thing? And what, what was that all about? I didn't understand. The nightmare is hunting you and mm-hmm. you have three minutes. I, I really didn't. Understand what was going on there.
1: Uh, I think the nightmare is just like a mini boss. It's a timed mini boss. If you use Typhon powers, it comes after you more. If you use less Typhon powers, it comes after you less. You can do a side quest yeah. to get it to ignore you completely by floating out and fiddling with yeah. a satellite.
0: Uh, think of him as Mr. X from Resident Evil, man. I mean, that's pretty much all he boils down to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it. But...
0: Except. I killed him every single time. At first he's terrifying and then you just blast him.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I said to Dave, I loaded it into the bridge and there was a nightmare just like ten feet in front of me and I did a comedy, jumped, spun around and just loaded and screened my way back out of there and went and hid in a cupboard somewhere (laughs) for like three minutes. And then the next time I saw a Mm typhon, I was like, I'm going to have to kill this guy, so... Killed him. And then I was like, well, well, that wasn't that
0: bad. Speaking of our our boys, the Typhon, uh, this was something that probably should have been brought up in the mechanics episode, but it's a little spoilery, so I wanted to save it. Um, I was a little disappointed by enemy variety. Like, when you have a glob of something that could be any shape, size, or anything, really, a little disappointed. How did you guys feel about enemy variety?
1: I... I think I think I'd message it not on variety but just on the dwindling number of people to kill by the end. It's there's just not enough there. There's not enough opportunity to. I know I said I ran by encounters by the end, but I mean there's not enough people. There's not enough enemy in certain areas. The areas don't get repopulated. There we go. That's what I say. The areas don't get repopulated. So sometimes you've hit a loading screen and you've just got to run through and there's nothing there to do but press a button and come back again. I think the lack of enemy variety and the lack of enemies in general really kind of put a downer to a certain extent on things because it made things less fun for me.
2: And there must have been yeah, about, <laughs> about four or five of those poltergeist things in the game. I don't even know where they yeah. were coming from.
0: I <laughs> really, really didn't like those guys. They were a pain in my Dick. Yeah. Um. Not near. Like, like for me, the the one whenever I saw it, I was like, "Oh man!" Was uh the weavers? I I had so much trouble with those stupid, th- especially in space. Drove me insane.
2: And in, in guts, isn't it? Is it in guts where you get oh the, cyst the, the stupid bit of you get like the operators, yeah. then you get a, a weaver, and then you get something else, and then mm-hmm. oh yeah, and those those stupid cyst things. Yeah. Like, yeah
1: yeah. Just throwing luggage at them. Great, let's get this over with.
0: You know, I didn't think about that. Like, um, w- whenever I play a game like this, my first inclination is always, okay, you get, you know, the most upgrades you can in hacking. You get the most upgrades in engineering, and you get the most upgrades in like physical moving things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you're you're able to access whatever you need to. And never didn't think about picking up really heavy stuff and throwing it at people. Yeah. Uh, That flattens them incredibly fast.
1: When you've got leverage three and you can pick up one of the heaviest objects and just launch it, it's it's a very valid battle tactic that negates the need to craft so many bullets.
0: And I I don't think you'd get this, Craig, but... Um, it, it's not something like, um, in dead space, the telekinesis where, yeah, in certain situations, it could be better than a gun, but in most times you're better off using a gun in this, like just throwing stuff would be a viable option to play through the game. Hmm. Um, one thing I did have on the exploration that I should have said last episode, I'm sorry, is, uh, Things like Deus Ex do this better, but I don't like how if you take all the time and put all the points into something like hacking, it doesn't get you anything special, really. Because anything that can be hacked to get into can also have stuff moved to get into, can have repaired to get into. There's no, like, oh, you went hacking, here is your reward. Yeah. Th- it's part just... Path my trophy. Do you have any... yeah apart from a trophy it it doesn't have, it's just oh well if you have one of these three skills chances are you can Mm -hmm. get it
1: I think there are some areas where only hacking will do, there are some safes that if you can't be bothered I don't see it as being trying to get into one area, yeah you can hack the door or or sneak through or mimic through or whatever it's more the kind of thing where there's a safe there, do I want to hunt around everywhere on a space station for the code or will I just hack it Okay, so more think, of the time-saving. Yeah, um, whereas I had no problem hunting about everywhere for a code or playing a game to find a code. I did the, um, what do you call it, the treasure hunt. I actually did the treasure <laughs>
0: hunt. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, one thing you had a problem with, Craig, was you... Well, you've been spreading the falsehood that this is a, not a very good hacking minigame, where I think this is the best hacking minigame I've ever played.
1: Why? It's nowhere near as good as I Pipe L- Dream. I love it. It's, not, it's, it's just not great at all. Deus Ex no. is a great hacking minigame. Deus Ex is a fantastic... No,
0: no, 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 it doesn't. Yes,
1: it does. Okay,
0: okay, here we go. Here we go, Craig. Okay, you brought up Pipe Dream. Uh-huh. We all had a problem with Pipe Dream because it takes too damn long. It is it, towards the end of the game. You're like, I don't. I'm just gonna blow it up. I don't even want to hack it because I don't want to play Pipe Dream for another 45 seconds. So it is short. Gives it a plus. Deus X. There's no physical movement involved in it.
1: No, it's the best.
0: It's just click a button and wait. No, because you need to pick wait.
1: the nodes that you're going down and the timings. Only
0: if you're a noob. <laughs> Some of us just nuke everything, Craig, <laughs> Until we get to the end. Note.
2: <laughs> I hate to say it, but I don't like how those how, how it just sort of bounces off blocks constantly. Something oh, I love it. That's crazy. Oh, I don't know. Now, don't... now
0: um, uh, Craig, again, I'm sorry if you don't get this, but Mike, you know what it reminded me of? What's that? Irritating stick. What's that? Oh. Well, Mike hmm. doesn't get it either okay never mind <laughs> uh, oh. it, it it's a it's a game that all it is is just your agility and acuity with the left stick hmm. and if you can if you're really good at weaving through that I never failed in a, a mini game the entire game and I hacked everything I love this hacking minigame um
1: you're wrong you're not wrong okay each the runner or all that but
0: <laughs> you, you
1: even if you hacked everything you must have noticed that the Puzzles keep repeating themselves, and it's the same way yes. out. yeah, I
0: mean, but unlike Bioshock or Deus Ex, it takes literally 10 seconds if you're doing it even sort of bad. I mean, you can be done with a level 4 hack in, like, 8 seconds. So it's also incredibly quick, and that's a very good thing when you're going to be hacking everything. I mean, I mean, think of, like, Fallout 3 level hacking. I love the Fallout 3 level h- hacking. You know, mm. where you, got, you get just, just all that garble and you got to find words in it. Yeah, yeah. But, man, again, that just takes way too long if you're a hack-centric character.
1: Well, mm. How do you feel about, like, more tactile like lockpicking in Skyrim or something like that? How, do you like that kind of hacking? Or... I
0: did until I played Kingdom Come Deliverance. Okay. And now, every time I do that, I have Vietnam-level flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> because... The lock picking in that game is ridiculously hard. Okay. Like I think I can now pick a lock in real life before <laughs> I could in Kingdom Come <laughs> Deliverance. Oh dear. But yeah, I, I enjoy that too because it's quick. It's it's to the you need you need it to be quick because it's something you're going to be doing over and over and over again. Okay. That should have been in the last episode. I'm sorry. I know. Really? Should that's have my been.
1: fault? It's okay. It's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the million dollar question, gentlemen. Would you use Neuromods? It, In a split second, yes. 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 No, if you could give me the ability to speak any language I needed, just I need to shoot a needle into my eye, I may cry a whole bunch, mm. but I wanted mm. it.
1: Um, I probably would. I probably wouldn't be up for, you know, like, first human test subject, but I'd do it. Yeah, why not? I wouldn't not? rush I'd, I'd do that far.
0: So, so then, dumb question, what would it be? You get one neuromod. Uh,
2: I'd probably go with the mobility. Why not? I like I like the idea of spinning around faster. I, I'm I'm not very good with my lungs. I can't run far. <laughs> Being able to run okay would be <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: I'd have to go for something completely random, like the mimic one or something like that. Just just for a bit of fun. <laughs>
0: yeah, it'd be it'd <laughs> scare the crap out of your. Family.
1: Yeah, make hide and seek really interesting. Like, did we always have three candelabras?
0: <laughs> whack it with a wrench. <laughs> uh, I I'd go multilingual. Yeah, like that. That would be the thing. I would love that. It'd be awesome. Anyway, back to reality of a fake game. Mm. Um, I don't have much more I want to talk about with the story. Like, um, it's something that stuck with me for for the week after I completed. Because I completed it like two weeks ago. Uh, it stuck with me, and it's one of those rare games that I'm still thinking about. Uh, I don't want to say the mechanics of it, but the the, the cogs of how the story tur- turns, you know? It's like, oh, okay, so this must mean this and this. That doesn't happen very often. Like, Dark Souls was the, really only the last game that made me do that. But um, is there anything else anybody wants to bring up before Final Thoughts about the story and stuff?
1: No, I thought that was you going into Final Thoughts there and like, a smooth segway
0: yeah that would imply we know what we're doing Craig
1: I just
2: noticed one more easter egg funnily enough as as we've been talking through this Um, it's quite weird that kind of um, you know you've got movies like Alien and Aliens and stuff where they've got like the corporation and things like that when you get all these operators dropping and things that's quite that's quite a sort of tell in a way because it sort of mimics a lot of pardon pun there that wasn't intentional (laughs) but (laughs) it, it does it does take on that you know, like Wayland, you, uh, Wayland Industries or whatever it's called from. Um, Wayland
0: Utani stuff. Right?
2: That's what I was going to say that, but I didn't know how to pronounce it. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, no
0: problem, bud.
2: <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the first thing that happened when I, you know, when you get back to Alex's office and it all suddenly gets taken over and it's like operators all over the place, it did make me think of like aliens or something. You know? Oh,
0: really? <laughs> yeah. i i I've seen them. I'm not very familiar with them. Like I've seen them, but that's it, that mm. kind of thing.
2: But I mean, oh. I mean, knowing that knowing that you are actually an alien all along and stuff, it's kind of you know quite a quite a weird tell in a way that that's that's the f- sort of film reference that came up to me. I know. I know.
0: See, <laughs> the moment you said movie, I and, and we made the joke earlier about Kaiser Soze. It reminds me of a Mamet movie where you watch it, the ending goes, oh. Oh, so that's what, and then you watch it again and you get to see all the little indicators yeah. that, no, this was pointing mm. towards this all along. It reminds me a lot of a Mamet movie, but one last question for you guys before we do final thoughts. Let's talk about the name. The name. Yeah. Why was it called Prey? I don't get it. When, when it changed from not being a Prey sequel, why, why did they go with Prey? Why not Typhon or Talos or, or something?
2: Well, it's not a religious like one name. is it because obviously the religious ones with an with an a not an e but
0: yeah 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 this spray is, prey is <laughs> i prey. don't
2: know how, we got, how long we've managed to keep that joke running <laughs> <Spell> <laughs> out in front of us, but um um okay. and you're not playing as prey well,
0: in a way you can say as that
2: predator. in the end in in the end you, you do get the option to just wipe everybody out to be honest you could say I that guess, yeah. if that was the choice made, then technically all the people doing the experiments, everything that's gone before, they were just technically prey for the, for you, the main character.
1: But I'm, I don't know. I'm going to go with a much more um, practical guess that this game is a reimagining of the old prey with the same IP. <laughs> if they would named mm. it, Typhon or something else, then folk would go, oh that's just ripping off that Prey game, whereas like, actually literally calling it Prey and saying this is a reimagining of that old game, got rid of all of that.
0: But here's the thing have you played the old one, Craig? No, I have
1: not played the old one.
0: It has nothing to do with the old one, except aliens like there you're playing a Native American person who goes into portals and you can walk on the ceiling and you get shrunk and, and you shoot space things. It felt a lot more like a...
1: Oh, hang on. That sounds familiar.
0: It sounds a lot like a, a Duke Nukem game. Actually, closer to. Um, the, There was a lot of Native Americans in it, which meant the spirits were very angry and you've angered the spirits. But it has like absolutely nothing to do with this game. Yeah. Okay, in uh-huh. that
1: case, I'm just going to go with the um, We Are Their Prey thing.
0: Uh, that or it's just, they owned the IP name, it's a recognisable name, yeah. I guess. Mm. But yeah, no, that was the only thing. Uh, I, I I don't know, Mike, what do you think? Would you recommend playing the original Prey? I kind of would just let it sit That's a novelty.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, you know, it's, it's not really. I don't know. But it, it's in the same sort of camp as, would you go back and play Quake Free Arena now or something like that? Pro- probably not. I'm, I'm alright. There's, there's plenty of stuff out there No, now.
0: other than... Other than feels, yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't play it. Okay, so final thoughts, gentlemen. Ah, uh, again, we did final thoughts last episode, but this incorporates the story. So, you have anything else left to say?
1: Um, I, I just, I have nothing else left to say that I didn't say over the past fourteen hours that we've been recording this. Um, I really enjoyed this game a lot, and I would recommend anyone play it. Do you know? I'm I'm not even going to say that much more because I've just been gushing for ages.
2: <laughs> Once again, it's been extremely in- insightful to hear you guys' opinions, and um, it's it's made me question the way I'm playing games a bit. And you know, one of the things is I'd like to know from the listeners, like, how, what did they get from the game if, if they've played it? You know, did they did they fully embrace everything? Was it was it all so transparent to them or? you know do you have to dig do you have to dig deep sometimes to get get you know the narrative from a game and fully understand it because i I don't i don't know i just want to know whether i'm whether i'm a a soul soul journeyer here just basically beating it for the trophies (laughs) or whether you know there is another level which which eludes me at the moment and i'm not saying i'm not saying i play games the wrong way i don't think i do i you know i I completely enjoy I, i was absolutely absorbed in this um and you know i i probably get some sort of insight probably not much <laughs> that, that you guys might not get but you know it's, it's just a it's just a a curious question of mine and yeah yeah i'd i'd like to know if anyone does um you know has any thoughts on that
0: yeah um mike first of all don't feel bad craig makes me feel that way all the time that dude goes over some games with a microscope that is ridiculously fine mm that I'm just like, oh, I, I didn't notice that. Oh, 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 I'm terrible. <laughs> so it's so a don't feel. I've got bad. a limited budget.
1: Um, I need to get my money's worth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Playing games like you're ten years old. Exactly. That's Craig. <laughs> um, and and to your point of the ending and and whether or not you're satisfied or you see it coming or any of that. I think it's pretty rare that a game can do that. Like most games we play, the story is there. It enhances it a little bit and then it's done. Uh, very rarely is a story this, oh, I was going to say weaved. Well, but that's fun. Uh, very, um, very, very rarely is a story this crafted. And I, I don't think this game will go down in history for anything other than its story because the mechanics while good, are baseline mechanics for this genre. Uh, It doesn't really do a lot of things really interesting. It's not like when Dishonored popped on the scene, you're like, holy crap, you can warp around. This makes everything new. Um, But the story has a craft to it that elevates it above most video game stories. And for that, I think everybody should experience it, even if you don't like the ending. It tried to do something, and that's laudable. Not too many games put that much work into their story. So, if you would like to get a hold of us and maybe answer Mike's question about what what you got out of it, uh, you can do so at thebiteffect at gmail.com. You can do it on... Maybe if you wrote a whole bunch of stuff down, took a picture of it and posted it to Instagram, that might work. Uh, But we we also have a form on our website, thebiteffect.com, where you can just write a whole bunch of stuff or even suggest a game you might want us to take a look at
1: Please, no more adverts for Viagra. I don't want any.
0: The next big game coming up is going to be Star Fox Zero. And depending on how we feel about that, it's a pretty short game to split into two episodes. We may be pairing it with something. And then after that, it is Batman Arkham Asylum. So if you have any thoughts on either Star Fox and maybe Mystery Game, if you guess it, we'll definitely read what you have to say about it. And Arkham Asylum, hit us up on the website. Anything I'm missing, like admin-wise? part of skips. No, nope, I think that's about it. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, gentlemen. Uh, say good night. Good night. Good night. I'll
2: pray for you.